Musical Theater Writer Guy was written and filmed as a YouTube channel series on the traditional and unceded territory of the Muncie Lenape and Canarsie people. Each episode is also released here in podcast form. To learn how you can work with me or to join the Musical Theater Writing Collective, please find out more at michaelraddy.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-R-A-D-I dot com. Enjoy the show. Here are five myths about the editing and revising process that are holding you back from getting your shows to where you want them to be. We've all heard the phrase that writing is rewriting, and that is absolutely true. Not that getting your ideas onto the paper isn't part of the process. In fact, it's one of the hardest parts of the process. But the moment that you get to sit down with something that's already been put on paper, and you get to use your craft and your skills to then shape that into the thing you always hoped it'd become, that is the heart of writing. And make sure to stick around for number five because it's probably the most common of them all. Myth number one, you can't edit as you write. I'm gonna start by fully acknowledging that a lot of writers get completely bogged down or stuck when they decide to edit as they write. I've seen it happen, I know people who do it, and I've certainly experienced this one as well. In fact, I'm doing it right now as I write this script. But there's a clear line between, I'm nervous, I'm not going to know what to say next, or I'm worried it won't be perfect so I'm gonna to choose to edit instead, and using what you've just written to propel yourself into writing the next bit. Allow me to explain. Sometimes Sometimes when I'm writing, I feel like the further along I go without being able to go back and review and edit, the more untethered and lost I'm getting in the storytelling, and this makes me feel both tired and anxious. So to combat this, sometimes I just pause, get myself a glass of water or a cup of coffee, and I review the chunk of text that I just wrote. As I review it, I edit it to make it clearer so that when I get back to the blank spot on the page, I know where I've been and therefore where I'm headed. Now notice I said edit, not revise, not rewrite, edit. Clean up some typos, fix some wording to make sure I know what I mean, and then move on. This can be a super useful technique and can help alleviate any fear you have around this first myth. Myth number two, perfecting the small moments makes the big picture easier to edit. I know, I know, I'm bursting a big bubble here for some of you, but if you lean into this myth, then you're most likely using this idea as a crux. Having perfect small moments in your script is both wonderful and necessary. They create these little bursts of beauty, emotion, drama, and joy for your show. However, spending time creating these small moments early on in your process instead of crafting a show that is clear and cohesive overall is, well, to put it bluntly, a waste of your time and your energy. Think of it like this. When a house is being built, the builders and engineers don't spend their time creating one room in totality first before moving on to the rest of the house. That would be ludicrous. The room would be unattached, probably missing a foundational structure, and may ultimately not go with the rest of the house when everything is said and done. Instead, they need to build a foundation for the entire house, then structurally frame it, then create the actual walls and floors, and then begin to fill it in to have something that resembles a building with rooms. For us writers, it's the same process. You need to have a solid foundation and structure set first, and then you can fill in the rest. And only once all of that is done can we spend the time to actually furnish those rooms and create those beautiful little moments. Otherwise, you may find yourself throwing out all these beautiful little moments because it doesn't all fit together. And honestly, who wants to deal with that? Myth number three, you need to keep anything that already works. 
right? I mean, if it works, that must mean that you need to keep it. Wrong. You need to be utterly ruthless when it comes to the best interest of your entire script, and that's going to mean becoming a murderer. Hold up, YouTube, don't flag me. I don't mean a murderer of people, I promise. You've likely heard the phrase, kill your darlings before. This is the type of murder that I'm talking about. Not people, not people. Not people. So what are your darlings? Your darlings are those things in your writing that you absolutely adore. That maybe even your audience loves. That seem to be working oh so very well, except ultimately they're holding your script back. As painful as it may be, we need to get rid of these wonderful little darlings for the good of both your piece and for the audience. I've seen shows where there is a wonderful and delightful little moment, but it doesn't feel like part of the rest of the show or like a cohesive part of the storytelling. It feels shoehorned in or like we took a left turn or like it's somehow actually undermining the main message of the show. Now at that point I'm taken out of it and the storytelling on the whole just gets muddy. There was a song in the premiere production of The King's Legacy that the audiences loved, but then I realized they loved it for the wrong reasons. I understood that the stage action and the Lotsi were what were creating all the delight for the audience, but it was ultimately obscuring the message of the scene and the storytelling, so to the cutting room floor it went. Don't be afraid to cut what works, because you can always put it back later on if the time comes. By the way, if this type of work is hard for you, which is very understandable, we explore various ways for you to be able to do this within the Musical Theater Writing Collective, as well as my paid and free offers. You can book a free call with me at the link below, and perhaps I can offer you some thoughts, advice, or resources that will help you on your specific journey. Click the link below and let's have a call. Myth number four. Your previous work was all for nothing if you revise it. You did it. You finally made it to the end of the piece. You feel accomplished, you feel relieved, and you celebrate the moment as you should. You should feel all these things. You should celebrate. But now, you can't touch it. Because if you touch it, it might start to unravel. And if it starts to unravel, then you might have to do a lot of rewriting. And if you have to do a lot of rewriting, then you might as well just write the piece all over again. And if you need to write the whole piece all over again, then everything you just did was for nothing, and it's utter crap, and now you're utter crap! Oh there, buddy! It's okay. Everything's fine. This is 100% normal. If you've ever felt anything like what I just described, this is a very common set of fears that I hear from writers, and I've certainly experienced it myself as well. There's this belief that if we need to revise or rewrite something, then it must have sucked to begin with. And if it sucked, then clearly that means that we suck? But none of that is actually true. This is conditioning and programming that we've all been handed through Western capitalistic culture and education. And it's all tied to the idea that you are only as valuable as your productivity. And to go one step beyond that, you're only as valuable as the best work that you can produce. But y'all, art doesn't work that way. Art is experimental. It takes time, trial and error, and a deep examination. We do not create art on an assembly line. And more importantly, your value is not and has never been tied to your productivity. You need those messy drafts to write the wonderful ones. So it's not a waste, not at all. They are the correct, necessary, and wonderful first steps along the road to bringing your creative dreams to life. Myth number five, revision and editing are difficult and tedious tasks. I cannot tell you how many times I've talked to a writer who tells me that they don't revise or edit because it's too hard or too tedious. Now, I don't want to minimize. These tasks are tedious and difficult. 
if you don't have a process to do them or you're not used to doing them. Let me explain it like this. If you've ever built a set of Legos, and if you're anything like me, then the first thing you do is you look at the picture on the box with the finished product, and then you dump out all the pieces into one big pile. The picture on the box is your idea and the dream of your finished product, and dumping out all of the pieces is your messy first draft. It's a giant pile of mess and disorganization and it looks nothing like the picture on the box. So what do you do? You grab the instruction booklet, which walks you step by step through the process of making the final product. This booklet is your preparation work. Things like your outline, your North Star questions, and your musical plot. Now you take all those pieces that you dumped out onto the page and you begin to shape them step by step following the instructions of the rule book the one that you wrote. This doesn't mean that there won't be little mistakes along the way that need fixing. I mean, sometimes those Lego diagrams are a little bit confusing to look at and you're not sure exactly how many new pieces there are and where they go. Is that just me? But at the end of the booklet, you'll have taken this gigantic mess of materials and built a big beautiful something. And this, my friends, this is rewriting. When people say that writing is rewriting, it's this. It's all about shaping and crafting using the ideas that you've already created. It's about taking everything you dumped out in your first draft and following the outlined path that you planned. But if you don't have your outline set yet because you've not yet created your North Star, answering those questions that act as a guideline for you throughout the entire process, then you should watch this video next. Otherwise, thank you all for being here with me today and I'll see you again soon. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Musical Theater Writer Guy, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate and review this show as it really helps others to discover what you already know. And please do share this show far and wide so we may all become an even closer musical theater community.